Can you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye 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 Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you already know it by the sound of my voice. That's right. It's four point six foot nine. JT back in this piece once again, and I'm rolling with one of the other hosts of the show. You already know his name, L. Cheese. What's going on, Papa? What's going on, family? How's everybody doing this lovely evening? Man, you already know how it is over here, as I usually say, laying in the cut like a band-aid, trying to make sure that I'm cooling it at all times. But, yo, what's good on your end? Man, everything good. Had to uh, work a few hours. Um, stopped by by my peoples. Um, they had the grand opening, Independence Nutrition. It was a vibe. You know, a lot of people. That was a nice turnout. You know, stopped at Town Hall earlier. You know, got a little saucy. But now, you know, here with the band. About to shop it up this weekend uh, wrestling. Let's get it. Man, let's get into the first of all. Thank you all for checking out. Of course, last week's episodes. Of course, we are talking about um Kwame Shakira. And also, we are also talking about the last episode, you big man, and of course, only one runner. But thank y'all for checking out all those episodes. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, so with that being said, man. Look, you already know where you can find us. You're listening to the podcast right now. It's easy. It's the name of the podcast. It's at Marks with Mikes. Uh, I'm not going to spell that shit because if you are listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, you know how to spell. But you know where to follow us at. So with that being said, we are available on all platforms, you know, all podcast platforms, of course, on YouTube, the Book of Faces, Twitter. IG and we just got a TikTok. So same handle, same everything. But let's hop into the show. Yo, wrestling last week was big. No pun. Big, intended. big, big. Yeah, yeah. Uh bruh. A lot of things popping. I mean, I did not see that Paul White uh move. That was big, although you saw that he, you know, he said that for now he's gonna be going as Paul White. And um, regardless of how what people say, you know, it was a big move, you know. It was a big move for uh, for him, and I guess he feels that he still could uh, make a difference, you know. Um, I was like, oh, he turned heel on WWE, uh, but it's a business at the end of the day, right? You got to do what's good for you and your family. And if you think you could be worth more and they're not breaking bread with you and somebody's willing to, big man. Money, 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 money. You know what I mean? It's all about the money. Real talk. You know, hey, everyone has a price. Everyone's going to pay. The million dollar man. He said it. All gets his way. Everybody has a price. Everybody's gonna pay. The million dollar man always gets his way. So with that being said, 
bullshit talk. I'm sorry. Uh, bullshit. bullshit my, my name. My, yo, yo, yo. Um, we we all over, but fuck it. It's lastly season finally. Preach. Yo, it's about damn time. Lashley is that dude. We've been saying this shit since last year. Lashley should have been had a push. Lashley should have been had a title. Lashley is hot as shit right now. And it's only right. I don't know what's going to happen on Raw. But if they don't pull the trigger on Raw, or at least Fastlane to get this dude the title going into WrestleMania, they sleeping. They sleeping, son. For real. Because me, personally, I think SmackDown... By the events that just happened, um, it benefits Edge to be in a triple threat. Am I correct? Most deaf, most deaf. It helps him because you know he don't have to put too much work. And um, the same thing with the scenario with Batista and um, Orton, you know, in WrestleMania 30. You know, he put Daniel Bryan there, or whatever. Even though it's kind of dictated by the public. But the fans, but uh, man, um, the way everything's looking up is interesting. You got people complaining, oh, they've been booked as uh, as clowns, you know, Morrison, Miz for so long. Then now we supposed to take them serious? You know what I mean? Just fuck up, just enjoy this shit. You know, that's that's one thing. Like you talk about loyalty when they tell you to do what. And you know what I mean? You do it, you know. Some people might call them all their, you know, lads, whatever. You know, he's been putting work, you know what I mean? Everything he do, you know. And shout out to him, you know, he gets the break. Although I know it's not going to be a long reign, you know what I'm saying? But then again, it might be something that they're throwing us off. Like. But, uh, man, um, Raw, what, you know, I would say it was kind of, it was pretty solid, you know. The Charlotte and Rick. You know, that saga, it seems like, you know, when you take, make shit personal, it kind of like uh, gravitates, you know what I mean? But uh, I just need that Oscar, to, you know what I mean? Defend that title and just the tag teams being Facts. prominent and all the, you know what I mean? With all the wrestlers, so many that they have. And, you know, to add, to add to that, I've, for some reason, they just signed supposedly the biggest class in the history. So many people they have. But, you know, I'm all over. But um, we'll get there when we talked about NXT. But Raw was pretty, you know, pretty solid with everything that's going on. You know, Braun Strowman looked like a bitch. You know what I mean? Her business put in work. That was fucking amazing. You know what I'm saying? But hopefully they actually go with it you know what i mean and we finally get that dream match that we've been standing since since it was clear as water that that was the match that needed to happen lastly Lashley versus Lesnar is big time money draw. You got Bellator versus the UFC. You got both. Literally, we look at their backgrounds, minus the military, similar back rooted stories as far as high school wrestling, college wrestling, you know, 
transitioning to MMA. The only difference is Lashley transitioned a little bit later than Brock. But I think if Lashley went to the USC or set a Bellator, this match would have been happened. This match would have been happened due to the simple fact wow. that, you know, you, you haven't seen anyone from Bellator inside the WWE. Think about that. And USC has that working relationship with WWE, you know, through Brock, you know, through 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 a couple other talents that have came through, you know what I'm saying, and done some work. Yeah, Alex, like, you know. UFC, you know what I mean, as like from all fire, you know, it's been popping since 93, 92. But like 05, 06, that's the moment they start grabbing speed. And a lot of them, because, even though because of Kimbo, yo, my man, I, I didn't want to go there, but get your Move man, along. <laughs> get your man, son. No, but uh, fucking um, wrestling and MMA, you know what I'm saying? Like they kind of look up, up, you know, like uh, uh, but they go hand in hand. And as you notice, the UFC started popping once they started in integrating wrestling things that happen into their, you know what I mean? The promos, niggas talking shit to each other, you know what I mean? The press conference, the walk to the ring, you know what I mean? Bro, McGregor, come on, man. Doing the fucking dance walk. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a matter of time till he's you know what I mean, showing up in WWE, you know what I mean, so, you know, of course, you got the Bad Bunny effect still, he ain't going nowhere, but y'all uh, feel some type of way, you know what I mean, he's making, he's making them money, you know, so, uh, just chill, and relax, and enjoy, because a lot of, you know, things not popping up in, in the States, but in India, and on places over there, this, we're talking about millions, in the fours and fives, people watching Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, you know what I'm saying? NXT perhaps was like a million or whatever, but. Damn, you know they, what I mean? A million overseas? They over, they were wide, friend. You know what I mean? They, they, they're getting viewers in, in India over there. You know what I mean? Think about it. And um, that's what they look at, you know what I mean? Perhaps they're gonna say, oh, they, they don't care about the rating. Which, if you think about it, it's not the same with all the streaming forms and all this way that you can watch it on your phone. People watch clips, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, Roe was, you know what I mean, was solid. I just wish they had a lot of other more you know, stories clearing up and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know, you know what I mean? Um, we, we, I don't know anything you want to say about the episode. I mean, Raw, Raw definitely was a snore fest for me. Uh, besides the Bobby Lashley confrontation with Miz and just basically stepping to him like, yeah, you're either going to get down or you're going to lay down. Either way, I'm getting my title shot. I did you a favor. This was a business move, but none of this personal. I need my title shot. But, you know, I like that confrontation between them. But the other thing that I did like about the whole entire ordeal, I would have to say, is just going going all the way to, to the main event. You already talked on it, you know, with Braun and Lashley. 
actually, it was a pretty well put together match. And it, it didn't make Braun look too weak because when you notice that that three count, once the rough hand hit three, then Braun's shoulder came up afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like he was knocked out, you know, from the from the spear effect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ba basically, you know, once that happened, boom, you know, match is over. But I do like the fact that that's going to move in a different direction as far as elevating Bobby Lashley. He's been the strongest person, period, you know, through, throughout throughout this uh, pandemic who they have pushed. But like you said last episode, MVP stayed true to his word, you know, as far as screwing Drew McIntyre out of his champ um, out of his championship but guess what you know what it's, you know it's gonna happen at fast lane right it's gonna be a triple threat it's gonna be lashley it's gonna be mcintyre and it's gonna be miss for that wwe championship but raw other than that besides those moments that you mentioned and lashley it was i right. i mean i would it, it wasn't nothing that i would stay up for you know three hours you know, with that being said, but we move on to, of course, Tuesday, a little bit of impact action, a little bit more pettiness by AW with these corny ass ads. Uh, <laughs> but impact was pretty solid for for Tuesday. I, I believe that impact is definitely I, I don't want to say is losing a stride, but I will say with this working relationship that it does have with AEW. It's almost like, um, you know, like I said before, especially when their talents featured on the show, it's almost like a little bit of, you know, hindrance for the rest of the roster. But when you look at the simple fact that, you know, this week's episode really didn't have a lot of AEW involvement, like, I can appreciate that. That's what I really want to see. Like, I don't need AEW on there every week to prove that y'all have a working relationship. If you want to do something for me, send some send some impact guys over besides Anderson and Gallows to AEW. Because we already know what, what where that storyline is going and how that's working out. But as far as impact, I think impact needs some more time to themselves. Far as, you know, I would say far as for the rest of their stars. And don't get me wrong, like, they did a good job this week. You know, you had Jazz returning this week. You know, shout out to Jazz. You also had uh, going down there. They finally, finally made it official. I mean, to me, it was already official, but they end up making uh, Moose uh, TNA championship an official title. You know, so I guess it's official like a whistle. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that was kind of like... Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, it's like TNA never dies, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> they yeah, but, but you, you wait this long to finally make it official after the man been defending this title for the past six months plus? Like that makes no sense, but you know they they started out now they started out the gate pretty pretty strong. You know you had Jake. I'm sorry, you you had Jake something going up against um, Deaner, Cody Deaner, and that tables match. My dude Jake something ended up coming out with the dub in that one. That was pretty pretty you know pretty dope. Then you had the X Division six six man tag match. 
This one was um, all over the place because of the talent that was in the ring. You had Willie Mack, you had Trey Miguel, you had Josh Alexander going up against, of course, uh, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, and Black Torres. <laughs> I don't, I don't see yeah, the pairing. Bro, in 2021, that shit look on some fucking like the the oddities type of fucking on my yeah. No, even though, no, get me wrong, it looked dope. But it just is kind of odd. But I'm pretty sure it's, you, know, you have Blake Christian. He's NSD bound. You know what I mean? And um, Oh, he's signed. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's bound. He's going over there. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's, you know what I mean? It's crazy how, how they paired them together. Um, Chris Bay. That dude got future champ. All written all over. You know, he got that swag. Future future heavyweight champ because he, he's already held yeah. the X Division championship. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying champion, like, you know, when I mean oh, champion. champion. Like, <laughs> yeah, champ, 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 champ. Not but, um, okay. um, Austin, you know what I mean? That dude's fucking beef too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like you know what I mean? Like, they're going to Chris Bay and him, you know, they, 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 they're going to be the future. You know what I'm saying? They, they go in. And shit, but uh, yeah, in fact, they can fucking keep getting you know the storyline and get everything together. You know, you see Cardona, Meyer, some people might be like, ah, oh, what the fuck, but you know, you gotta let it marinate. You know what I'm saying? But, fucking eye for an eye match, <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they, they the may fuck? find they may <laughs> fucking Scott Moore is like, what, what am I supposed to have an eye for an eye match where a guy loses his eye and a few weeks later, I was like, yo, the shade is fucking real. That, I mean, that's the way it was back then. So, and that's what people like, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, it's kind of like in that route, but man, you got to do what you got to do, you know what I mean? Get people talking. But moving on. Yeah, moving on from that, man, of course, Double XL, Good Brothers, you know, definitely, you know, for what it was. I mean, I could rock with it because I like, I, I like Triple XL as a tag team. Like, I feel like if pushed the right way, they could really do something big with these guys. No pun intended, you know, on the size of them, but they could do something big with these two. Uh, of course, Gals and Anderson being the vets coming out with a dub on that one. And, uh, you know, you had Susan and Kimberly going up against, like I said, Jordan Grace and Jazz earlier. I like the fact that, you know, Jazz is still out there kicking ass like like his motherfucking 1999 and 2000 for the 999 and 2000. Like, I like that, man. I like that. Like, Jazz, she don't get enough respect. That's number one. She don't get enough respect for everything that she's, you know, put as far as contributions to the game and the people that she's inspired. But, man, before she goes out, I would like her to either have a knockout tag team championship run or she has to have a knockouts title run before she goes out on retirement. One of the two got to happen. What do you think about that? Yo, speaking of Wednesday nights, that shit was loaded. Heavy loaded um, on both sides of the deck. MLW had a throwback to the underground days, which, you know, that's always classic. 
But you had NXT and AEW going head to head. Both had stack cards going on that night. As far as the big news that broke, you know, Paul White signing with WWE. You know, we talked about it earlier. And, you know, I think a lot of people tuned in just to see if they, they were going to get a glimpse of them. And I don't think yeah. they got a glimpse of them. <laughs> so, definitely a strong, strong move on day end as far as, you know, getting everyone hyped up on the internet. And then, of course, Paul White don't even appear. So, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But, you know, let's, uh, let's talk about AEW, man. AEW. Um, that Wednesday night, I already had a lot of hype, you know, according to the rumors from last week, or should I say week before, Sting was going to come down from the Raptors. But they swerved our asses and end up being baby Sting, <clears throat> uh, Derby Allen. <laughs> so, which I thought the spot was cool, but then I looked at it, just had, you know, you had Brian Cage and Ricky Starks just standing in the ring and Sting just waiting on him, like, you know, just waiting for him to stop. And it's like, man, snatch him down from there. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, make it a little, a little bit more realistic. Like, the one thing I can say, at least with WCW, when Sting came down, that motherfucker came down. You know, sometimes, sometimes some of them guys would wait on him, but majority of the time when he came down, it was poop and he was ready to kick ass. But to me, that was more so Shawn Michaels than Sting as far as coming in the way he did. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the face thing to me, you know? Like, I mean, it was kind of cool, but it's just stuff like that takes the fact that they don't, not, not a fan. You know, there's no fans. It takes it, takes away from them, you know? Yeah, but, you know, cool little spot. When you had a chorus on the card, you had Moxley going up against Ryan Neiman, aka uh, what 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 do we what do we call them? Um, Wish Ziggler's Wish. brother? <laughs> no, the Wish version of Ziggler. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, nah, but that's that's, that's awesome. what the no, nah, but no, nah, that's what the internet's calling them. But you know, yeah, the internet sucks. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's been doing his thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, didn't he, he get a match against John Moxley, bro? That's big, you know? That's definitely big time, too, you know, because you're going up against the former champ, number one draw in the company, quote unquote, next to the Omega, you know, and you're going up against a vet. So th that's the bigger part. But the match was pretty good, pretty solid. Can't hate on it, but dude, dude definitely got rain skills. That's there. The rain he, skills are there. Yeah, he, he, you know, he could make makes the other person look good. You know, he could bump, like they said. You know what I mean? So as long as he could do that, he always gonna have a spot somewhere. Yeah, but he's been um he's been extra good, man. I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing out of him. The little push that they're giving him, you know, because even on Impact. On Tuesday, they had him front and center, you know, inside a little paid ad by Tony Khan. So, you know, I'm definitely, definitely liking that. But also that night, you also had the women's tournament going on. You had Britt Baker going up against Nyla Rose. And, 
you know, some people on the internet was mad that Nala Rose went over, whatever. You know, I was mad too. Just like, man, I'm not big, big man, but like, like, fuck, what the fuck? I thought it was gonna be, you know, Baker and shit. But I don't know. I, I don't really like Nala Rose. As, you know, that's the question. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. They should have kept. She should have not even speak. You know what I mean? They should have kept on some Abdullah the Bushner at first. Undertaker. I say nothing. Man. But too late for that, right? It's been past time for that. But you know, it is what it is. You know, she going up inside the brackets. Like I said, internet may be mad at it, but I like it. I dig it. Especially if it gets her back, you know, to that main event, you know, as far as the women's division. People can say what they want to say, but I think the division was a little bit better when Nyla Rose was the champion because everybody was mad at it. You know what I mean? You know, as far as the internet. I don't mean the group, anyone in there like myself or Cheech or any part of the show. Wait, wait. You said the the division was better. Far as the division never been good. I mean, it it, it hasn't been great, but I cut it. It was better when Nala Rose was the champion because everyone was tuning in because they wanted to see see someone take the title offer. Get what I'm saying? Like versus now, you look at what's going on now is like they had to put together a bracket a tournament to determine someone to go up against doing the champion now in Sheeta. and Sheeta's run hasn't been as how can i say it exciteful far as like the feuds what you mean, I mean, like a mcintyre type of reign I mean, I wouldn't say McIntyre because you know we're we're definitely still inside the pandemic era, but I I will say that it's more of a I ain't gonna say it's gonna be a blur when it's all said and done, but I just haven't been as as excited for her to be the champion and more more into the the division as I was with Nala Rose because I knew no matter what. People were going to, you know, talk about it. And I just feel like far as Sheeta's feud so far with some of the people that she's faced, minus, minus like a few people on that list, it hasn't been like, you know, talked about, talked about. It's like, oh, you know, Sheeta doing this or, you know, whatever. Like, it, it, it was kind of like the same thing for Rio when Rio was a champion. Like, it was believable. It, it wasn't believable at all. That was the first part. But you know, you well, about to say, I was like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? That, that's one thing. Yeah, she could, you know, as a wrestler, but it's not believable. You know what I'm saying? I make you believe that <laughs> you could fucking, uh, you know, move people twice your size and not be, not, not with. Nah, me neither, but, you know, even even with that being said, like, you know, I definitely like the tournament idea happening. I just wish that, you know, it was more matches were on Wednesday night for for the women's. Like, if you really want to 
you know, do something big with this bracket, I would say, you know, feature more than just two matches from, from the tournament on Dynamite or even one. Like, give get that division, like, three, three, three matches, three, three to four matches a night. You got a two-hour program, you know. If you want to build it, make it mean something, give these women, like, three matches on, on the card on Wednesday. Because, you know, it's going to, number one, you know, be more buzzed about because you're doing a all women's, you know, all women's show in March, which is Women's History Month, by the way. But if you do it that way, you know, you also bring more eyes to the division for people to actually want to be more in tune with what's going on with the tournament. Because other than that, not everyone watches Dark. But, you know, majority of people who tune in to AEW, they're they going to tune in no matter what because they're faithful. But at the same time, you know, I think that division will be more talked about if you had more women's divisions matches on a Wednesday night on Dynamite. That's just my opinion. But moving on from there, you had Hager going up against Brandon Cutler, which... It was an okay match. I mean, you know, Hager looked like Hager, as usual. You know, he's supposed to be this hill, but he's definitely, I will say, within, like, the last two matches, he he looks better out there. To me. What about you? Mm-hmm. He just, um, um, let's see. Staring at a wall, you know, <laughs> watching the paint dry on the wall is more entertaining. It's like, yeah, here you go, right now. See me? It just, I don't know. Don't do it for me, but then again, you know, I guess he broke him to put, okay, stand for like, he hasn't done anything for me to be like, yeah. To look like in the direction that they keep going. Although it seems that actions are breaking up, you know, as we saw in uh, NXT. Um, yeah, maybe it doesn't do it for me. So it's safe to say you don't see AEW Heavyweight Championship gold around his waist at all. Uh, I'll be like this diesel run. I mean, do you do you think Hayes is gonna have that same effect as a Brock Lesnar? Uh, but far as you know, being a dual dual sport athlete, far far as you know. Fighting MMA for Bellator and wrestling for AW. You think he'll have that impact if if he's able to to capture the title in Bellator? Do you think that will be able to transition as far as that appeal, quote unquote, inside wrestling? She 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 she. But moving on from that match. It was definitely, you know, worth it. Brandon Keller always looks, you know, good inside of a match. And I'm digging the new get up, you know, as far as the gimmick, you know, pushing in a 
Better do yeah, it. Yeah, that's about it. I guess, you know, it, it comes out like, oh shit, Dragon, but that's another guy. He's not believable. You know, like they call it all friend wrestling. I mean, hey, he holds the camera of being in whatever. Can't buy it. You know what I mean? It's boring. Yeah, I guess the gear, you know, got the money now. The gear's cooked. Really? Yep. He should be wrestling in that Monday show they're about to be having. You know? Oh, man, don't do him like that. <laughs> oh, oh. Straight up and down, my fact. I'll tag him on Twitter. Now you you could tag him and tell him that I says that he's going on Monday. God damn, bro. But uh, you know, outside of that, the big thing at AEW, Jericho and MJF, you know, crossing the line, you know. Habitually, he's a habitual line stepper. You know, th these two are habitual line steppers, you know, and they got to be checked. But they attacked the Young Bucks' papa, daddy, daddy buck, bust them open, all that shit. Yo, know, real talk, what do you do in that situation? Like, you know, fuck that, you know, wrestling or no wrestling, script or no script, you know far as okay well we, we already planned this out like if you see your parent getting their ass beat and you a wrestler and they bust them open legit dude I'm a I'm a cut a promo as I'm walking towards the situation and then handle it like a G you know what I mean cause ain't nobody gonna disrespect you know what I mean I, I might you know, go straight up to the stomach or grab a original object or something. Or I'm gonna take care of mine. You know what I mean? For real, son. Go fuck with my mom, bitch. Yo, I'm the same way. Look, like that's a lie right there, yo. That's a lie. Look, you you can't even come out your mouth wrong about my parents. You know, and then you know, that's it. That's it, like, you know, this this nice guy pro sonna, over with. <laughs> Positive vibes are out the window. That's Fair your ass. <laughs> That's your ass, bro. Like, you know, moms, pop. I got to turn, wow. I turn it to Hannibal Hector, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, like, we got to fight. Like, I, I got to check you, but yeah. That, mo that moment on, on Dynamite, you know, definitely was like, oh, like, you know, cross the yeah, line. Yeah, it was kind of like, like obvious, but it's like out of no places, you know what I mean? And I get pop of, pop of smoke, I was going to say, fucking pop of buck. Um, he didn't use no stuntman, bro. He, he did the gimmick, though. He's living the, 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 the star of life. Daddy Buck. Yeah, that, that to me, it was kind of hokey. You know what I mean? I've been running, trying to get them. They're laughing. Come on. I said, come on. So now, you know what's got to happen. So now, now we got to get Papa Buck versus the Miz's dad inside of a match. I don't know how they're going to do it. Some indie promotion is going to do it. Uh -huh. 
Uh, he, he don't want it. He don't want it with, with the man, the Miss Pop. Somebody gonna book that shit. Mark my words. Y'all heard it right here on this episode. Somebody, somebody's gonna book that match eventually. You'll see. But you know, you had Hangman Page going up against uh, Isaiah Cassidy. You know, that match was definitely exciting. You know, far far as those two, the styles that you got going on between those two, and also Matt Hardy inside the picture, which Matt Hardy has a match with Hangman as well coming up at Revolution. So. You know, definitely, it definitely continued the story, and and you know, far as far as with with that continuing on the storyline, because I f- I feel I feel like you know, I feel like that we gonna get some type of payoff at Revolution, but I'm kind of skeptical to say that because I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I be I be scared when Matt Hardy be wrestling bro because i know i know he has that don't die mentality mentality and i, I just think back to you know those couple pay-per-views ago when, when he took that bad yeah. bump bro he looked horrible man for real you can see the limp you know what i mean like he don't look that explosive and he's wrestling these young cats you know and they don't take care of him you know what i mean I can I can feel that like you know and I I ain't gonna say he look horrible but I I am gonna say like you know it, sometimes when he gets up there to do anything like automatically like I'm kind of like shit I hope I hope he don't hurt himself even more because at this point you know with Matt and Jeff both of these guys have like beat up their bodies over these past you know decades you know wrestling and putting their bodies online and yes i know i know hangman gonna take care of them you know inside that match but all it takes with anybody you know is one slip up and i I just kind of feel like what you know what happened last time it it just puts that little bit of fear inside my mind but you know i hope the match turns out to be good when it does go down but to finish off the car we had ray phoenix going up against lance archer which was a banger of the of a match, bro. That shit was a banger. That was a banger. I mean, Archer ended up defeating defeating Phoenix, but it was still a banger. But, but <clears throat> Archer should stay strong, man. Like that bullshit yeah. at the end, like trying to um, congratulate him. Ah, bro, beat his ass. Fucking take his mask off. But um. Archer, you know, I made the presentation, and as of late, you notice, you know, he's taking more of the approach instead of uh, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake's still there. 
he does most of the talking, and so the attention is passed to him. And I think that that's great for um, their feet. Phoenix should be getting both better. Pentagon, you know what I mean? They're missing the ball now. I'm pretty sure that they just want to establish. So I think Ray Phoenix and Pentagon, they just opened a store somewhere in Cali, for that place, you know. I don't follow the good match between Ray Phoenix. He could go, you know. He could be big, man. He could be pushed. Huge. Dropping the ball, man. I mean, Ray Phoenix can can be just as big as he was in Impact. The same thing with Pentagon. I mean, you got you got a former Impact World Champion in Pentagon. You know, you got former tag team champions, and you know both him and Ray Phoenix. I kind of felt like, and I, it was probably done purposely. But when the company was launched, they tried to put a lot of these indie guys over. You know far as you know being established talent which was of course that's what you're you know supposed to do because phoenix and pentagon were already you know established faces far as on impact or if you watch them on twitch or if you order one of their pay-per-views like you you knew who they were you know the same thing if you watch lucha underground you know you, you knew who these two were so you know i think it kind of in that sacrifice of trying to get everybody over and you know trying to get everyone kind of known i should say it kind of you know sacrificed their push as far as that that momentum that they had coming in to aew as a one of the hottest tag teams you know and here we are what two years with aew almost and there's no tag team gold around their waist there's no heavyweight championship scraps around their waist and the same thing can go for you know proud and powerful lax no gold and it's kind of like you know when you bring in teams like that that are hot and hot at that moment it's like you want to keep that momentum going yeah perhaps they need um somebody to meet them perhaps they need somebody with a vision hmm maybe they need a manager right Yeah, I mean, you know, there are free agents out there. Uh, shout out to Taya Trinidad, uh, aka Zalia Vega. I mean, she's free. And of course, <sighs> Tony Khan had to, you know, put it out there that, yeah, he definitely interested. He want to, you know, see what's up. He want to get you on the contract. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Since we on the tip. If we on the tip of that, <laughs> let me hear your opinion. Is it Dave Meltzer on AW's car or what? What are you, do you see? No nomination to it. I mean, the rest of the server, um, news been going for whatever, whatever. But come on, do you see that list, my G? Yeah, I I seen that list, bro. And you know what? I think we're gonna talk about this list after we take this quick break. 
Yo, so let's let, let's talk about this Dave Melson situation, my dude. Um, Dave Melson <laughs> is he on AEW's uh, job scrub? Is he uh, playing the trombone? Is he all up on Tony Khan? Like, are they besties? Is that his boo? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, I am going to say, yeah, this shit seemed lopsided. But then again, WWE did not have a strong year last year because of the pandemic. But at the same time, you know, ain't no way in hell you're going to tell me that the worst gimmick of the year was the Fiend. You can kick rocks with flip flops. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. You know, like what, like what the fuck? You know, what I mean, oh, how many boats or whatever? Nah, man, that I wouldn't think so. I I understood the scene. You know what I mean? It's just pandemic. You know, and then you can see. Who the ones that voted that, you know? I mean, they know some voted for himself. You know what I mean? What the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. It was funny. I mean, John Moxley just said, okay. Uh, yeah, mean, no. But, but huh. few of the year, few of the year, I know for a fact, I love Eddie Kingston, but come on. Few of the year? But as you only. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm I'm just going I'm just going through through the list. Yo, this dude put on here most charismatic wrestler of the year MJF. That I can agree with on some terms, especially with that big you know that big ballot that they did him and Jericho. I mean MJF is money. I I can't deny that. But yeah, this this list is. Uh, I don't know. It's Basuda. Basuda, man. <laughs> like, yo, worst weekly show of the year, Raw. Best weekly show of the year, Dynamite. So, you gonna tell me that? If you don't say, of course. Oh, yeah. He he he, he definitely part of the, the Tony Khan Kiss My Ass Club. Because you, you can't tell me that SmackDown, <laughs> hands down, last year. He, he, even with having Goldberg as a champion. <laughs> You're not gonna tell me that SmackDown wasn't one of the the most entertaining shows to watch, and th think about what SmackDown had to deal with. We had to deal with Otis as the one holding the briefcase, and we were still able to be entertained with that. Um, you, you're not gonna tell me gimmick of the year is Orange Cassidy. It's like Orange Cassidy is good, but the the gimmick of the year, nah, fam. Nah, because after a while, I mean, the hands in the pocket thing, after a while, it gets kind of repetitive, right? But the worst promotion of the year, WWE, yeah, th this was definitely a shit on WWE fucking award, <laughs> award ceremonies, because I'm, I'm just going through everything on here. It's like, yeah, this shit is kind of fucked up, but. At the same time, yo, real talk. Fuck Dave Melson. Uh, <laughs> but moving on to 
of course, that show that we just mentioned that comes on Wednesday as well, NXT. NXT had a bomb show, though. You know, Gargano versus Loomis. That? Yeah, I didn't see that right come. I didn't see that come. Speak on it, Papa. You know, Gargano, he always put on for the land. You know, it's a hell of a match. And, you know, that's the show. That's the show. <laughs> that's the Loomis. The, um, uh, you know, I always kind of picked him, but now you see, like, putting on with the right people and shit. Yeah, he made Calcano, you know what I'm saying? KO the dude made him tap, you know what I mean? And to me, that was big, right? And it wasn't for the title, but shoot, man. I, I dig that, you know, from the get go. They came out, you know. With, with the big, big guns, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that that's Loomis. Um, that's another character that I love in NXT, but I kind of feel like it would thrive on the main roster if someone didn't touch it, like far as, you know, changing anything major about it. When I say major, I mean his mannerisms, never let him talk, none of that shit. But... You know what I'm saying? That's a character that'll thrive, but also that's a character that I can see NXT gold around as well. So, you know, the way Gargano, all that stuff, I don't I don't know what's going on with, with them, you know, far as far as any Hartwell may got a little crush on Dexter Loomis. And far as Austin Theory, I don't I don't know. He he talking about all you know, you just don't understand them type shit. I'm like, whoa, what's yo, yo, hold on. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm gonna be serious for a minute. If I could be serious for a minute, um, what is it called when you know somebody thing like I said, kidnap or capture and um captivity is like they there's something like they get attached to their capture. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but I know what you're talking <laughs> about, like. Yeah, he, he kind of like attached to him, like. <laughs> yeah, perhaps Austin Theory, like you know what I mean. Forget, <laughs> yeah. man. Fuck. Yeah, but I could I could definitely definitely see Austin Theory turning on Gargano for Loomis. I could definitely see that. That that's gonna happen. Just uh, definitely wait and see. But another big thing coming out of NXT, yo, Zoe Stark. Joey Stark versus EO Shirai. That match was solid, bro. That was solid. Like for me to only see her, what, what was this? Her her second match, I, I want to say, inside of uh, second, NXT. Yeah, yeah, second. Yo, this right here, definitely the future. I mean, she built. I'm talking about sculptured. She looks good, man. She looks real good. And she looked like she could handle her own in there. Like far as you know, far as being far as being on the show and what whatnot and being able to be held on her own, far as being pushed inside that direction of holding the title. Like she can she could be in, in title contention by July, maybe August. She looked good. 
I definitely enjoyed that match. I, I mean, he EO came out with the dub, you know, some high flying inside that match also. But I can see Zoe Stark inside that title contention. I can just see it for right now. But I don't know. What do you think about that one? I mean, Shorty could get down. You know, one of my daughters, Zoe, you know, when I was alive. I still kind of like the ring, you know her name. But I want her, you know what I mean? Get more connected, you know, with the crowd. However, you, know, you know, win, lose. But not just throw it into a main event, you know what I mean? Type of thing, shit. You know what I mean? You know. I think you know she's gonna help because I saw man she's crispy you know I me mean? to make everything crispy so she could help build other people then even time you know, it's a big class coming through you know even though that all them people is you know to uh, probably like the, the different dynamics I mean we got some people going to UK you know what I'm saying? Then they want to stay in Orlando. You know, that's going to be a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And so it fits perfect, you know what I mean? Man, that, that was a good-ass mess that we didn't expect. Yeah, that that may be match of the night to me far as far as, like, throughout all, all the women's matches that night. You know, just just uh, just to see those who lock horns, man. That was dope, you know. But we also had on that card too. We also had another women's match: Zaylee versus Casey Cat Catanzaro, um, the maskless one. But uh, <laughs> you know, this match once again the super strap. Don't call her that. That's Chris Jericho. Uh, but. <laughs> no, just playing. But uh, you know, you you had Zali, man, and they they doing a good job with her, man, as far as just continuing this storyline. Like it looked like it looked like some shit out of fucking Mortal Kombat slash Tekken. And I like it. Like I I, I like everything that's going on with this. Like Zali was already a good wrestler, but with this character change in her, she she just looks ten times more badass. Like we, we already said on the show before, like okay, watch Zali is gonna be that one to to have to have some type of a run with that title. She gonna be that one, but yeah, she she definitely fucked up Casey. Uh, I don't I don't know if Casey's getting punishment for what happened during the Super Bowl now, but she definitely got ass whooped. Um, she definitely tried to take out the leg. And for a moment there, I thought she actually landed all her weight on it. But yeah, she she beat ass. And I think that what's next for Zia Lee is to move on from Casey and Lacey. I mean, it look, looks like Lacey's going to have one more match with her. You know, because you, you can see, you know, you, you can see them at the end well I called her Lacey I should call her by her NXT name Kaden sorry about that but you can you can see Kaden and Zali going up against each other one more time but other than that yeah, I think Zali's gonna whoop her ass 
yeah, Zali going going up, you know, beating her ass too. But my whole thing is like, I think it's time that we move past these two and we move on to someone else on the roster because I kind of feel like she could be in title contention as well very soon too. Definitely because they because they are investing a lot of time into you know this character development, and I think that's. But they 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 definitely gonna pull the trigger soon on this one. But you had the grizzle the grizzle young vets going up against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. I thought that match was pretty dope. Um, you know, far as uh the grizzle young vets go, the grizzle young vets are probably gonna be grabbing the tag team title shot as well. There was a part in the back where, you know, after the match you had, you know, Killian Dane. And Drake Maverick. Sanity reunion. Yeah, bro. Like I would love to see that happen, yo. You had you had Alexander Wolf come out. I'm like, yo, that right there, yo. If we got a sanity reunion, who should be the used to be a beast? What happened to you? I don't know what happened to Dougal, but if we were to get a sanity reunion. I seen a picture floating online somewhere. I'm not sure if it was Twitter or IG. But imagine if they were to get the back sanity. And you know, you had Alexander Wolf, you had Killian Dane, you had um Nikki Cross, but this time their leader was Alistair Black. Oh my god. Major owner. Yo, that shit would be so dope. And similar to leader, I mean, it, it, it's not not to take anything away from Mary Young because Ari Young definitely made it what it was. But just imagine that on the main roster, though. That's Alistair Black being the leader. Man, I love that shit. That shit would be dope. But uh, moving on from that, man, of course, after that match, we had to see Adam Cole explain himself, bro. And Adam Cole, like he said, like he really don't know about no explanation. I, I am the UE. What I know, there's what I know. UE, there is, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing there. Without me, there is no UE. All right, you can't spell undisputed era without spelling Adam Cole. Not literally, like you're not gonna find every word or me every, every letter inside undisputed. But you can't you can't spell it without you know Adam Cole. Adam Cole was the foundation for that. I mean, he, even though Bobby Fish and you know Kyle O'Reilly debuted before Adam Cole, Roger Strong, all, they all debuted before Adam Cole. When Adam Cole hit the market, and you know he he ended up coming ended up coming after that match with uh, Drew McIntyre. Yo, that's when the UE was born. It, it wasn't until this man got here that everyone got a buzz around them in NXT. People knew who they were, but to, to the NXT crowd who may not have followed their careers before, they were new to them. But when Adam Cole made his debut, yo, the UE took off. And Adam Cole is right, but am I mad? Am I mad that they breaking up after all this time? Yes and no. Um, because I kind of feel like everything 
I mean, every everything has their you know their time and course. I kind of feel like this: the UE could have broke up last year, to be honest, because they've held every title on the roster minus the cruiserweight. You know, they've been they've been dominant over these past what three years or so because UE came together. I think that was what two thousand and. 17 was it 2017 or 2018 I think it's 2017 that they came together something like that yeah cause um they were there um they were already together in New Orleans right maybe in New Orleans yeah well yeah well that's when that's when that's when what's the name ended up joining the UE that's when um, Roger Strong ended up turning. Remember? Remember? Yeah. So, yeah, they they have been around before that. Like I said, I think the UE debuted in NXT 2017, and yeah, it was 2017 they debuted. So you got to think about this. This this faction has been together since. They've been together what four years, basically almost. Like if if the UE would have went to August nineteenth of this year, it it would have it would have been officially four years. But yeah, they they could have broke up a while ago. I mean, each person has gotten over. Each person has looked strong. Each person has had some type of run. Each person has been in some type of a main event. These guys have uh, main event at War Games what twice. Or is that three times? You know, war games twice or three times. These all all these guys have been in the main event of NXT for these past, you know, these past three and a half years. I just kind of feel like, you know, was it time to do it? Yes. Am I mad that they did it? Yes. You know, but I don't I don't think they want to risk calling these guys up as a faction to the main roster when they do get called up, you know? That's a huge risk. If they do it that way, because you already know somebody gonna fuck that up. But because we, you know, we've seen what happened with Sanity. But I kind of feel like that the way it played out with my man, you know, hitting, hitting Roger Strong right inside the McNuggets, and you know, in right. the super kick. How many times do you hear at end of an era? I mean, I don't, I don't know if Vince is on the headset at, at every show. It's like, and and I need you to say "end of era." Damn it, say it. And it's like everyone says it. Jr., Michael Cole, Corey Graves, like uh, Vic Joseph, like every all the way down to the end. Like I, it's not one time I haven't heard the words "end of era" and "bohemoth." Those are like the two most overused phrases inside the <laughs> WWE behemoth and end of an era <laughs> like honestly if you go back six months of programming you're gonna hear the word behemoth at least 300 times guaranteed but uh yeah I was a little bit upset that they broke up you know because every everybody wanted to be there to see it together I mean you know the music, the faction, all that stuff. But the thing is, if they are broken up, broken up, because the only person left is Bobby Fish, 
But if they are broken up, then I kind of feel like this. Adam Cole gets to keep the music. The same the same way the shield broke nah. up and no, nah, the, to me. Just let, like let the same way the shield broke up. Rome, Roman nah, still got the shield let, music. Nah, son, they don't have another song, so he could get bread off of that. You know what I mean? Something not something different. Just to I don't know, something different because even though, like you said, everybody do remember that, 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 that you know what I mean? Like, ooh, it was dope. But it could be another way for me. All right, you say that shit now. Oh, 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 and, and, and let's not compare the shield against on the shield with No, 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 no. I'm not trying to compare. I'm, I'm just talking about the breakup. Breakup to make up, son. Nah, but um, I mean, I would like to for him to be like something different, you know, more sinister than that, that little thing, boom, and all that shit, you know. Or perhaps he will start doing it. So when he keep doing, you know what I mean? Like he won't do it like man, fuck y'all. I did it for y'all now, you know what I mean? I'm a key, you know, fucking key, you know. And he just chill, and then when he come back, you know, they can use that song, you know. Um. What do I know? What do I know? All right, you say that shit now, and you end up with Keith Lee theme music when he first debuted on Raw. <laughs> shit, I think I think that music was synonymous with Adam Cole when he first debuted. So I think it stays with him. But you know, with that being said, you know NXT was definitely the better show this past Wednesday, hands down. Uh, but definitely got to move. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say, bro. Um, this past oh week, snap, like, we, uh, we we forgot about the the street fight. Yeah, Escobar and Karrion Cross. You have, um, you know, they had the cameras too. Like, you know, he's coming in. But, you know. Uh, DJC forever in my eyes. That's DJC. Now, um, in Mendoza, they're outside, and you expect um, Ross to come out. He's outside being their ass. Oh, shit. You know, it, it was entertaining. It just kind of takes you away because it's a crucial way. But home, you know what I mean? So that threw people off and although that belt wasn't involved, you know what I mean? But booking like that kind of throws people off. What the fuck? But carrying cross, you know what I mean? It's the dude, you know? You know? Who, who, who's that? He? You know? You know? I mean, I, I, li- I liked it. It's just one of those matches that, man, I wish they, uh, they were fans, you know? I'm not sure if they were there at the same time in Lucha Underground. Um, but um, I'm pretty sure they were together in AAA. But probably had chemistry. They brought it up, you know. They could shine them up. And like, I guess whoever takes the app, you know what I'm saying? Where it would have messed them up. You know what I mean? Like, Ability wise, shit. 
what you thought about that match? I mean, it doesn't doesn't do too much for me as uh, far as building any more momentum for anybody. I mean, you know, you got Karen Cross going against the Cruiserweight Champion, two guys who've had chemistry in the past, like you already mentioned. But it doesn't it doesn't build anybody. I mean, it doesn't make anybody look weak because, in a sense, you know, you kind of expected Karen Cross to go over. You don't you don't expect anything less. You know, did did it bring the best fight out of you know Escobar? Yeah, but I kind of feel like this. I kind of feel like it doesn't. It's it's not gonna do nothing. Uh, at, at at the end of the day, like for me, what needs to happen right now is to have Jordan Devlin and Escobar feud over who's the cruiserweight champion. That's what I need to see happen. Because other than that. There's nothing going on in the cruiserweight division. They're not. They're not letting him. But, you know. Go ahead. Uh, but where? Like, of course, you know that was the pandemics. Of course, the easy way is, I guess, for anyone from the UK to come over here. Can somebody go over there? You know. But I would love if that match would take place over there. You know. But like I said. Traveling, you know, squish, um, you know, squishes, discretion and stuff are different. So that match, we might have to wait. But I'm digging, you know, that match because it, it, it has to happen. It happened plenty of times before, you know, take it back to two IC titles, you know what I mean? We just had it recently with Sami Zayn. Like, Sami Zayn should be getting a title shot. You know what I mean? He should be there. He never lost it, right? I mean, he, ne- he never lost it, but at the same time, he lost it. <laughs> you know, when you when you look at the match they had, you know, far as, you know, who, who was going to be the Cruiserweight champion between those three. But... I don't know that that match needs to happen. They got to do something with Karrion Cross and do something fast because if I don't get Karrion Cross versus Balor, like by Mania or something, then I kind of feel like it's a waste for his comeback. You get what I'm saying? So I gotta I, I gotta see that see that match happen. But the street fight overall, you know, it was dope. They 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 had some people in, inside the building. It wasn't you know packed to capacity. But, you know, there were people there. Uh, I'm pretty sure what the restrictions coming down in Florida, like you're going to see more people pumped into the performance center, you know, especially at the mania. You know, you, you're definitely going to start seeing more, more people within, possibly. You know, that's a big possibility, especially with the performance center. I, I, I'm not sure what WWE, as far as your Raw Smackdowns are concerned, but I think the NXT crowd, they could afford a few more. You know, of course, keeping that six feet of distance and all. But NXT was solid. Best show on Wednesday. Of course, we got to close it out with the best show on Friday. Uh, best show throughout the week, if you ask me. Got to talk about SmackDown. 
SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. Yo, SmackDown, we got some we got some questions answered. And we got a heel turn that we that we've been waiting on. First question that we got answered was number one, who Sasha Banks was gonna face. Or let me take that back. Who Bianca Belair was gonna choose to face at WrestleMania. I mean, it was already the writing been on the wall. It's been there. I don't I don't I don't know why they even toyed with her even facing Oscar. Because the match everybody wanted to see was Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. The boss versus the EST. And you know, of course, making black history doing black history month announcing that match you know it's gonna be the first ever time that you're gonna have two african-american females at a wrestlemania going up one-on-one hopefully if vince doesn't fuck it up uh but in a one-on-one match <laughs> at wrestlemania for a championship yo i think that is big that's magical like don't Please don't fuck this up. Because I, I got a sneaky suspicion and feeling that with this Reginald appearance throughout this whole time, Vince is going to find a way to sneak in Carmella inside this match. And if that happens... Nah. Exactly, yo. It, sh- it shouldn't happen. But with Reginald being involved in the storyline, yo, it just makes sense. And it makes sense in a Vince, in a Vince McMahon world. To throw Carmella in there just for the fun of it. I mean, nothing against Carmella, but I don't want to see them in a triple threat. I, I for her to take like, the pin? For her to take the pin? I mean, even taking the pin because even when you go back to to the to the Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, like nobody wanted going in to for that to be a triple threat match they wanted either becky going up against ronda rousey or before becky even got you know took off it was supposed to be ronda rousey versus charlotte flair but nobody wanted a triple threat match at mania between these three ladies but at the same time they were all hot at the time so why not right now that's not the case with carmella like far as like being you know white hot she's hot don't get me right now don't get me wrong but she's not white hot you know far as uh far as how how these ladies were you know a couple years ago at wrestlemania you know far as those three were but i would like to see just a one-on-one match and i hopefully we can get that bro but i don't know mark my words and i knock on wood find someone if you listen to the show inside your car inside your desk wherever you at listening to just knock on it Knock on wood and just hope that this don't become a triple threat. But uh, that was the big question that was answered. And we got a heel turn by Apollo Crews. A, a real, real heel turn this time. My dude, I was so happy because, you know, before he joined, he won by Ua. You know, Ua Nation. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, like, it's... You know what I mean? You get through it for saying he all of a sudden got an action and everything. You know what I mean? But it, it was dope today. He got to be him. You know what I'm saying? He was a beast, bro. He got signed for a reason. 
you know what I mean? And like, you know, many people know, you know, the thought, uh, him, Ricochet, and Moose, they're good friends, you know what I mean? We see Moose in the great shape that he is. How all the bullshit been, you know, been on, you know, he just goes in the book, right? But dude, he got it, you know, and the fact that he got to represent where he's from. I like that bullshit, you know, like fucking Kingston. Kofi Kingston all them years. Oh, Jermaine, that's you know, I'm fucking from, you know, from where he's from. Um, Ghana, you know? it's Africa. Yeah, like, let him be where he's from, you know what I mean? That's a, you know, Jamaican, bro. Even though, don't get me wrong, I think it was Cully Buds. Cully Buds, bro. Yep. SOS, very on fire, bro. She's hot. Family Dave's come around. <laughs> yeah, bro. Every day I come around. Yeah, but real talk, like this is good. This is definitely good for Apollo. I'm definitely glad that you know, like you said, you get the chance to be him. But at the end of the day, just imagine if they would have let Apollo take off like that from the jump in NXT, like from the jump, because I think Apollo signed with NXT what 20, 2015, 2016 one of the two but just uh, just imagine if they would have let him be that character that he was in the indies yeah i believe he came back he came out the mania after i mean the raw after mania but um you know what i mean it was kind of too soon at the time you know what i mean to me um no, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about like from the moment that he debuted on NXT, letting him be that character. Oh, word, word, word. From get go. From get go, yeah. man. Shit. Two, maybe two time NXT champion. All that shit, man. But uh, I don't know. Beast, definitely big beast, big beast mode on that. But I definitely enjoyed that out the gate. Uh, and also coming off SmackDown, yo, to start the show off with Jay Uso, Daniel Bryan, and of course the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns inside the ring, you know, and Daniel Bryan talking about getting another title shot. But my man Jay Uso, main event Jay, was not having that shit, yo, yo. That dude popped off like Tupac on hit him up at the end of the track. <laughs> like, yo, he popped up like, like what you what you mean getting a title shot? No, no, you got you got you gotta go to the back of the line, man. You gotta go to the back. Like he came he, he came off came off the hit with that one, man. Like I definitely love the the, the aggression, like all up in Daniel Bryan's face, pushing the microphone in his chest. Oh, that yeah, shit. that shit was fucking big time, man. Cause bro, it's crazy. Cause I remember that that um WWE Confidation episode and Rakishi, you know, you could see the twins in the back. You know what I mean? Young and um to see you know where they at now. You know what I mean? It it's like it's runs in the family. You know, and then going back, bro, that's a freaking show on NBC. 
don't know if y'all know, the Young Rock, you know what I mean? That That's all their family, you know, that's mourn. And, um, like, he's from that chase, like, you know what I mean? Some people might be like, but you shouldn't be surprised because that's how they built, you know what I mean? You saw that post the other day, you know what I mean? Like, MLW, uh, you know what I mean? For two, Simone Werewolf, you have Roman, who will win, you know what I mean? But they're all family. So imagine if they come all, they all come together, you know what I mean? They'll be like the biggest faction ever, bro. The Simone Dynasty. You know, and that's him. The other one still hurt. You know what I mean? Having come up, the Usos, bro. They, bro, I'm gonna say it like this: the Usos way way better than the revival. You know, the Usos been putting on for years. Nobody should be surprised with what this cat doing right now. I'm keeping my honey. Right. He's doing what everybody knows he's capable of. He's not there by mistake, you know. For you know, he perhaps you know Roman Reigns being in the position they help, no doubt. That dude's you know, running the point. He delivered. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. He definitely delivered. You know, unfortunately. That matching up ended up in the uh, <laughs> a double count out, but at the same time, you know, I like the digging inside the storyline because it looks like somehow, to me, we we may end up getting a triple threat match at Mania between Edge, Brian, and um, Roman Reigns because it's it's oh, now you're bugging now you're bugging man let me let me tell you something son nah you man, so? I, I, <laughs> no 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 i think that's just you know you got fast lane you feel me you gotta go to that i believe when i'm taking and i'm mistaken they're about to run it back next week in a steel cage you know what i mean uh jay and brian yeah next so, week Next week is going it's going yeah. to be a steel cage match, but what I'm saying is he's going to qualify for that match at fast lane. Then my prediction is someone's going to get involved at fast lane and coming coming on toward the board of SmackDown, he's going to end up earning himself a spot inside the triple threat match. But that's like, um, you know, a booking that makes sense. WWE don't book. Shit, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but what I'm trying to say, to me, this is just for the next pay-per-view. And then he's going to just fall back. Even though if, if it's like that, that he oh, over, somehow gets fucked over. To me, that's just going that WrestleMania is going to be Edge and Roman. Straight up. If they're triple threat. I'm taking you out to eat to consume it, and we're gonna drink some margarita. Yo, that's a bet. That's a bet. And I eat a lot, bro. But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, but but the next, I mean, I I, I kind of feel like that. That's gonna be it. I mean, that that was the 
that that was to close out the show. But you know, some some notable matches, of course, through SmackDown. You know, you had to me. Yo, you had, Cesaro over here. We fuck with Cesaro hard. Yeah, Cesaro sexed him in heavy, the house. Heavy, heavy, heavy. heavy. Big time. Yo, we got to talk about Cesaro with that swing on fucking Seth Rollins. Hey, yo, he swung that motherfucker out the jacket. <laughs> like, yo, how did, how do you get swing so hard that your jacket come off? Like, and that that to me was dope. You know, I, I ended up making this quick little, quick little move and I posted it on IG. Well, that shit was yeah. dope. You spin me round, round, baby, round, round, like a merry-go-round, round, round. Yo, throwback, throwback 80s music. But that, to me, every, every time he does the swing from now on, from now on, that song should play in the background inside your head. But uh, that was dope. And then I don't know why Tamina's getting dubs in 2021, but I'm happy for it, you know? Maybe maybe they're gonna do something with Tamina and Natalia and in those women tag team titles. Who knows? And then you had the Street Profits going up against Sami Zayn and Big Head Corbin. And um, you know, of course the Profits are up and they wanted the smoke and they came out on top. But I don't know. All in all, SmackDown did a good job producing, you know, get getting talent over number one. That's the first and foremost, you know, getting getting the talent over and also continuing on storylines, but also getting you invested into, you know, a storyline that may be developing. So I'm definitely I'm definitely with it, you know, as far as SmackDown being being the show of, you know, the week once again, hands down. But, you know, before we get out, we got to talk about some last minute rumors of the news. Uh, of course, we already know that far as news, Anna J is out six to twelve months. That sucks. I don't wish that on nobody. Period. And she looked good. I mean, she, she could wrestle. She could definitely wrestle, bro. She could definitely wrestle, and I, I, I just kind of feel like you know, six to twelve months on the shelf. Like I, I really hope she has like a Morocco. I'm not gonna trip over this word. Fuck that. I hope she has a speedy recovery, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, I hope that she's able to come back. You know, very fast, you know, because that that just sucks. But that that's out there, and of course, Ethan Page is a free agent, so we don't know where he may end up. There's a lot of places he can end up. He can he can end up back uh-huh. in Impact. He can he can end up in AEW. Or we can end up in NXT. I, I, or... No, I, me personally, I think I'm going to see him in Ring of Honor. Or, or perhaps like a big ass swirl in New Japan. But doing the show they're doing in LA, you know, strong. That we might add John Mosley for Kenta. He came on on top. You know what I mean? So John Mosley still. Your IWGP United States Champion. But yeah, we don't we don't know where he may end up. It could be many places. Of course, you know, like you just said, Mox is still holding the the United States Championship, and I kind of feel like you know that title needs to be 
on somebody who's gonna be able to defend it inside New Japan consistently. But it is what it and, is. And like you say, you know what I mean? Like um, they they did that deal New Japan with Roku. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people that uh, you know got that Android device. No, and um, so. You know, that's a big move, you know what I mean? It, it's crazy because now it seems like they work with Impact, but they refuse to sign with the same channel. You know what I mean? Access TV could have had both shows. But, you know, it's all about that bread. You know, it's all business, but, you know, everything is about the stream world, you know what I mean? So, getting what you fit in. Another, another news. Um, do you notice... Um, YouTube, the NWA content is gone. Completely gone, man. I don't know what's yeah. going on. News is going to be coming out pretty soon about why they did that. Yeah. I know some things are getting ready to happen. Yeah, March exactly. So, so, like you said, the taping, you know what I mean? They started. So, to me, it's probably because now, like I said, it's all about the stream work. You know what I mean? It's the stream game. Now we got a deal. You know what I mean? Perhaps Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? You know, don't don't do that that bread. So perhaps they can have something like that. And uh, and if they do, you know, the library is free. The wildest one will be if uh, you know the Fed get a hands of that library. You know what I mean? I don't see it, but. You know, they, this guy's always got a, uh, you know, trick of the sleeves. You know what I mean, Billy Jean. Hold on, you talk, you talking about Tony Khan possibly buying and No, no, I said the Fed, the Fed. Feel me? I'm going old school. Got you, got you, got you. Yo, WWE could, you know, possibly bought him. I don't know, man. We 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 don't Tony, know. Tony. You thought Tony Khan, the promoter of the year? What you thought about that? Tony Khan, the promoter. If that wasn't the biggest, bro, that was, man, hell of a, um, hey, hey, game. <laughs> Cause, bro, I mean, if you think about it, not too many promoters. Although, you know, you got to think about Ring of Honor been doing the thing. Shout out to them. You know what I mean? Game Taylor Promotions, you know, Red Brunt, you know what I'm saying? Hunt, 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 you know what I mean? The big boy. And um, they've been having, a, you know, great matches and, you know, it's straight wrestling, you know what I mean? And um, the book has been great, but a lot of people, it hasn't been in people's ears, you know what I'm saying? You got AC3 back over there popping, you know it's crazy that they haven't, um, you know, been making more noise. But it's unfortunately where they at. You know what I mean? If people could watch it on fight on Mondays. You know what I mean? But a lot of people might not have that. You know, you know they need to just get with a good channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy because where they are, they, you know, that's a big network. It could be shown everywhere. Ring of Honor been popping, you know. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Tony Khan, 
<laughs> for more of the years. Come on, man. Shit, son. Motherfucker. He probably got a burner account. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't feeling that at all, period, as far as those awards. Feel like that could have went out to so many different people, you know, far as far as promotions and promoters. But I wouldn't say promoter of the year. I mean, has he had some good booking that he's done? Yeah, but also you got to remember in the beginning of 2020, wasn't like, wasn't like the you know the booking was hell strong, and for like the last several months we've had what 14 man tag team match. 18 man tag team match, 24 man tag team match, 74 battle royals. Uh, so I don't know, man. Like I, I just kind of feel like that that was like the ultimate. Where's my little chapstick at? And uh, let me kiss your ass, Tony. But I, I don't, I don't know. I, I definitely wasn't feeling that. But other rumors and news out there, of course, they are available at the source that I get all my rumors and news from, and you can find that at Google that shit um, dot com. Yeah, um, you see, I guess the Rob Van Dam, you know, you, you get to see that Yokozuna icons. Yeah, and um, Rob Van Dam has one coming up as well. Yeah, I believe, yeah, I guess sometime in May, they'll be popping out. And um, I, I was suspecting him out at the Rumble, but man, they didn't come out. Yeah, RVD is tough, man. Always like RVD. Shout out to RVD, where it's 4.20 a.m. every minute and hour for him. But uh, with that being said, listen, go ahead. I said for me. Well, yeah, we, they already know that. You and I ran right now. But uh, with, <laughs> with that being said, you know, uh, of course, hey, we got to remind you all out there, listen, always remember this. Too much negativity can have you unbalanced physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, definitely spread more positive vibes. It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down think about the logic inside that you know you can tell somebody you know positive for the day or you can go to watermaneuver.net and buy one of our positive vibes only t-shirts give it as a gift to a friend who may be going through something or give it to yourself if you need to build your mental health also we have to remind you that yes some places open and back up you know some places are able to get able to hold shows or whatnot but still listen COVID is still out there the shit is real and ain't going away there may be three vaccinations available for it but until it's completely going away it's still here so to defeat COVID it does start off with good hygiene all right good hygiene is important you want to make sure that you are you got to make sure you do this all right wash your hands but most of all Wash your ass. In the words of Dre, use soap. Cheech, let them know how they got to do this. From face to ass, not ass to face. Remember, y'all. And it's simple like a pimple. From face to ass, not ass to face. And on that note, we are out.
We out. Peace. Peace out. Sayonara. My home. First of all, and now we're smoking, choking, rolling, buzzing, sipping on 40 ounces, thugging, gum, gum, we get to the fuck round, and all nights we ride, they like to wear, it's night at night, I give up my partner to give me some yay, so, double up to the sweat you need, we got to get P.O.D. ring, money, ring, ring, give it up for the first to show, but it lay low, cause the poor poor creep when they roll so low, break it, you can't get away, but it don't stay, yeah, yo, keep your bank roll, yeah, we're having a celebration, love to stay high, you can never leave, but it's time to grind, I'm down for my crime,